welcome back to the Gryffindor Common Room. I'm your host, Retta. And I'm your host, Michelle. And we are back with another episode. Uh, it's going to be a little bit chaotic. It's going to do another phone call episode. Um, and just shoot the breeze. We've got a couple of topics planned, but it's it's going to be chaos today. Yeah, it, again, if you haven't listened to the other one, maybe you're skipping around episodes. Um, this is what a phone call sounds like between us. Now, we will be addressing things to y'all as well. But overall, you're just going to get the gist of a chaotic phone call between Retta and I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, part of the reason we do these episodes is that, well, there there are multiple reasons. Number one our lives are chaos. And um, this is actually something I was going to address in our main discussion, but I'll go ahead and do it now. Last year's LeakyCon, um, I got an autograph with Trey, who is known on TikTok as I am Black Harry. And we were talking about making content. And, you know, he said, sometimes I'm just, I'm so exhausted. You know, I've got my wife, I've got this, I've got my job, I have my friends, you know, family, all this. And it is exhausting making content. We don't want to stop. Don't take that as we want to stop. We really don't. But sometimes real life gets in the way. The podcast is much for us as it is for all of y'all. We enjoy making it. We enjoy doing it. We enjoy talking Harry Potter. So sometimes this is a way for us to focus on real life, but still make the content that we want to make. Yep. And Retta's life is going to be crazy for the next week and a half. She's got a lot of traveling coming up. So uh, this kind of fits. (laughs) Yeah, we're just recording this a week early so that we have it uh, and... It's done and we're not trying to stress out about it with, yeah, travel schedules and graduations and family things going on. So it should be a good episode, though. I think we've got some good stuff going. Oh, we do. We do. So um, also our winner for the giveaway will be announced. And let me pull up our calendar because, you know, I'm not good at this stuff. I don't look at. We will be recording the Uh, name of the winner um, the week of May 8th and then that should be announced on the 14th so that will also give us time yes we realize the deadline is uh, the end of April but it'll give us time to go back and make sure we've got all the names checked off we don't want to miss anyone we don't want to sit there and say oh well sorry we we forgot to put your name in there we want to make sure all the boxes are checked so, listen to our episode that will air on May 14th for the name of the winner. Yeah. And before we get too far into the show, don't forget to rate and follow us wherever you're listening. That really helps uh, us. It helps us grow, helps new listeners find the show. Um, that's just one of the easiest ways you can support us. All right. Spoiler alert. We will be discussing the entire series. When Retta and I have phone calls, we will talk about everything from character deaths to possibilities within the show to whatever. So if you don't want any surprises, cover your ears now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So our first thing, um, 
we were looking into some news and uh, wizardingworld.com has an article about uh, the Harry Potter Quidditch Champions video game that they're coming out with, uh, inviting fans to come be the first to come test it out and play it. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know much about video games, but I am curious about how that would work. And, like, if you get to choose your position and team, like, how in the world the mechanics of that work when literally you can, there's so many different positions, there's three different, or, well, four balls, but three different types of balls that are floating around, like, Right? Going every which direction. It's mass chaos. Yeah. Um, I love video games. So I'm kind of interested to see how this is going to play out. Um, I still have not played Hogwarts Legacy for anyone who's asking. Just keep in mind, I am a PlayStation 4 user. I have not gotten a PlayStation 5 yet. Um, I almost had one. I almost um, so close. I know. Um, so for those that don't know, my uh, laptop, <laughs> I don't know what happened. It was a brand new laptop. I mean, we're talking what was it? What it was a week old, maybe, Retta? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I lost all sound. I lost all video, everything. Uh, luckily, it was still under warranty. And um, my husband and I went to Best Buy and were... Uh, looking at see if I I wanted to get the same one or what we wanted to do. And I almost bought um, a PlayStation 5. They had Hogwarts Legacy. They did not have the fives in stock. So Mm. (sighs) no five for me yet. It will make it happen. I promise. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I I really want to play Hogwarts Legacy and give that a fair review and see if the game is amazing as my coworker Charles tells me it is. So mm-hmm. he likes to rub that in my face. I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Yeah. That'll so. be interesting to see how that gameplay is and when that will actually be released and come out. And Right. Well, and that's the thing too. Like I want to see, um, it's going to be an online multiplayer. You can do that on like PlayStation fours and, and fives. So I'm curious, is this going to be though a computer game or is this going to be available on the fours and the fives on mm. the Xbox? Because there is multiplayer in there. Yeah. So yeah, that should be I, interesting. My money's on computer though. It's going to, I think it's going to be computer based. Okay, but but like you and I have found out, not everyone has a computer. Um, <laughs> not as many people as you would think. I know. I I don't understand that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like on my laptop all the time to podcast and look things up, and like I'm faster at typing on my computer than I am on my phone. So if I'm like having a heated discussion on Discord or something, I'm like. I would rather be on my laptop because then I can be faster. And <laughs> you argue on Discord never, <laughs> never happen. It's been a lot less in recent months. <laughs> Just saying. 
<laughs> Distance yourself from the toxic people, y'all. Avoid it's worth the, it. Yeah, avoid the umbrages of the world. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Avoid umbrages and bends, Professor Benz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everyone uh, we know is going to end up with a character name at some point. Mm-hmm. I still need to figure out yours. Snape, really? You think your name is Snape? Well, I, the, you know, Mrs. Snape, maybe. Or Mrs. Oh, Black. I'll take either one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, going into the news, everyone, about the video game, uh, that is something that we're going to start doing monthly, is that we're going to have... Uh, our first podcast of the month is going to be a little news blurb in there. Um, this way we can keep you, you know, informed about the video game, about the TV show, which I did double check this morning. Still no news. Yeah. No official confirmed news other than they're making it. And it is, in fact, a remake of the series, mm-hmm. which nobody asked for. And instead is not a spinoff, which everybody did want. So it's an interesting I, choice. I was actually thinking about that, though. And hear me out. Um, I believe part of the reason they're doing it, and I, I could be wrong, people are reading less and less. Um, one of the biggest contentions, and I don't have a problem with it, you don't have a problem with it, is between people who have read the books or not read the books mm-hmm. and the people who have not read the books through no fault of their own. And I'm not saying, you know, Oh, you're bad. If you, if you haven't read the books, I, I personally don't care. Um, but they're missing out a lot of the information because there's only so much you can pack into a movie. So I think the the TV show is a way to give everyone all the information. That's true. A more accessible route for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, part of the news, because, you know, ADD is going uh, crazy this morning, or this afternoon. Uh, the Hogwarts Library set, which, for those who don't know, is uh, Quidditch Through the Ages, Tales of Beale the Bard, and um, Care of Magical Creatures. Fantastic Beasts and Where or to Find Fantastic Them. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yep, sorry. My brain just went... Because I see a picture of Buckbeak here. Um, the Hogwarts Library, they're coming out with new covers this year. And those covers actually look pretty good. And there's a little bit of throwback in there. Um, for example, on Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, it's a picture of a hippogriff. And, you know, Buckbeak would be very honored. Um, on Quidditch Through the Ages, it's a picture of a uh, female Quidditch player. Um, and this, I like this. Uh, she is black. Um, I was going to say darker skin, but that just doesn't cover it. That could be a lot of things. Um, so we've got a female she's black there's a lot of representation right there and then the representation for ron is it's a chudley cannons player so he should be happy with that because they finally get represented Mm -hmm. 
you know, I yeah. think she should have found a better team to play for, you know, but. Um, you know, she's still playing professional Quidditch. Yeah. She's got at least one very dedicated fan. <laughs> at least one. Maybe yep. two, you know, because I'm sure at this point, you know, Ron's corrupted his son, Hugo, and, you know, Hugo's going, oh, look, it's the cannons, yay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so do keep an eye out for those this year. They may have already been released. I didn't see news saying they had, just that they were going to be. So if you don't have the collection um, or just want to expand your collection, which I will be doing. It's funny to me how many different editions they come out with of the same exact material. Because it's like, you have the original series, you know, you've got like the UK versus the US versus like other countries editions. That all makes sense. But then, you know, they came out with like the House series every year where, you know, they had Gryffindor, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw. And, you know, then they had the Jim K illustrated editions and then they had the Mina Lima illustrated editions and you know they've got paperback and hardback and you and know they just continue yeah exactly I'm like oh my goodness like y'all are just trying to milk this series for as much as it could possibly be worth <laughs> yeah at, at the same time though I'm the one sitting there going shut up and take my money <laughs> I mean uh, you if it sells, it sells. Right. I mean, I already have, you know, I have the Hogwarts library, and then I have the copy of Fantastic Beasts. I think you have the same one, right? The the one where it's got Ron's handwriting in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ron and Harry and Hermione, uh, and their notes in there. I could use it with another set, though. You know, I wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. The problem I, I is not the- that you have too many books. It's not enough bookshelves. Believe me, I know my husband and I were just cleaning out some boxes and found two more boxes of books. I don't have enough bookshelves. I'm running out of room for my Harry Potter stuff to the point that I'm moving it to other areas of the house so that each room is (laughs) Harry Potter stuff. Uh Uh-huh. I love it. This is what he was trying to avoid, and let me tell you, it has not worked. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So... You know, um, we have a townhouse, and I actually thought about it at the, at the top of the stairs, um, putting one of those ladder bookcases and displaying some of my Harry Potter merch up there, too. Yeah. This so is what happens you, when you marry a nerd. <laughs> don't marry a nerd if you don't want it to happen. Sorry, um, John. <laughs> my poor husband. <laughs> <laughs> but he has, he has his Tom Clancy and his golf and... I have Harry Potter and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know, it, it works mm-hmm. out. Um, but yeah, I, I want the house books too. I want Gryffindor and Slytherin. Of course you do. Of course I do. <laughs> Why would I not? <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll have to take a picture and show you. Remember I told you I got those labels um, for my laptop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Gryffindor and uh, Slytherin on. Oh boy. I mean, cause look, I had to represent both our houses. Mm-hmm. I mean, my Slytherin side would have been very upset if I hadn't represented that. Mm-hmm. It would have been pouting. Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> sort of. 
<laughs> okay, it would have really been pouting. So, <laughs> okay, but on with the news thing. Again, ADD brain is such a wonderful thing. Uh, we're also going to be doing the birthdays. Red and I have talked it over, and we're going to start mentoring the birthdays at the beginning of the month for the entire month. Mm-hmm. So that um, way, we're not trying to keep track of okay, well, we're recording it then, but we're releasing it at this date. Right, because we, like I said, this is a phone call grab bag episode because Retta's going to be busy and I'm actually going to be busy too. I've been out of work for about a week now with um, pneumonia and then what is called pleurisy. Uh, So I'm going to be working as much as I can to (laughs) make up for the fact that I was out for a week. Um, And with doing that, you know, we're recording back-to-back episodes. Um, and we talked last night and we're like, wait, did we mention this person's birthday? And we had, Retta was right, we had. But that confusion, <laughs> it, it'll start to add up even more. Yep. So, so um, you want to do the sorting now? Yeah. So we when we were looking at... Uh, news stuff on wizardingworld.com Michelle was like oh I'm just going to sign up our podcast email for these newsletter updates and then she suggested like oh we should sort our podcast and see what you know house all of us are in or what house our podcast is in and so we decided we're going to do that live on air Not <laughs> well I guess not live because this is a recording but we're going to be doing that on air and I, I hope that we get Gryffindor. It would also be acceptable if we got Slytherin. If we get Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff, I'm just going to die laughing. Um. <laughs> now, the fun part about this is because I I do get the um, newsletters. But I we thought it would be easier if they just went to, you know, if we also got it into our email. Um, so A lot less to sort through. Right. Now, keep in mind that when we do these episodes, these are not edited. Um, the only editing that Retta does for these episodes is just um, noise canceling and making sure our, our volumes are the same. So, um, you're going to get our reactions. So, All right. So, shall we get started here? Yeah. All right. Let's click on this. All right. Ooh, river or a forest? I'm saying forest. What do you say? Okay, forest, yeah. You think so? I mean, we need to agree on this. Well, okay, my only hesitation with the forest is that there's spiders in there. Like, if we're talking forbidden forest. No, it just says river or forest. It doesn't say forbidden. Okay, so forest because then it's more friendly for taking fun cosplay pictures. Yeah, and I can just imagine walking up and seeing a unicorn. Yeah. Okay, forest. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Ooh. Once every century, the flutterby bush produces flowers that adapt their scent to attract the unwary. If it lured you, it would smell of A, the sea, B, home, See a crackling log fire, or D, fresh parchment? 
I'm thinking fire. I was thinking the same thing. A log fire. Because Just, then it's it's either like gathered like Yeah, because our podcast, the entire thing is we're a fireside chat. Like Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. It was either that or it was gonna be uh fresh parchment, but I'm I'm aiming more towards the log fire because I just pictured you and me sitting around a log fire and just yeah okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right you and two friends need to cross a bridge guarded by a river troll who insists on fighting one of you before he will let all of you pass do you a volunteer to fight b attempt to confuse the troll into letting all three of you pass without fighting c suggests that all three of you should fight without telling the troll or d suggest drawing lots to decide which of you will fight i mean i personally would probably just volunteer to fight the troll that's that was my reaction too i say volunteer both of us are just like "Ah!" (laughs) i'm not not picking lots yeah because what if i'm a stronger which then somebody else in the group i'm not gonna let somebody else take that risk i want to take that on myself right and i'm not gonna sit there and say all of us take them on because someone needs to pass mm-hmm. if it's not gonna be me it needs to be my friends mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and then confuse trying to attempting to confuse the troll we would confuse ourselves more than the troll <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay. (laughs) All right. Which would you rather be? Liked, trusted, feared, envied, imitated, or praised? My gut reaction is trusted. Same here. Okay. Yep. You don't have to like me as long as you trust me. All right. Yeah. People, yeah, liking is a flaky thing. Trust is way harder to keep and way more mm-hmm. important. Exactly. After you've died, what would you most like people to do when they hear your name? A, ask for more stories about your adventures. B, miss you but smile. C, think with admiration, admiration of your achievements. Or D, I don't care what people think of me after I'm dead. It's what they think of me while I'm alive that counts. My reaction says, miss you, but smile. My first reaction was the first option of, like, ask for more stories of your adventures. But I also, like, I'm a big fan of stories. Yeah. But if we're sorting, like, the podcast in particular, I think the miss you, but smile would be more applicable to a podcast. I don't know. Part of me goes back to what you said, though. I mean, if we're talking the podcast, though, I would want people to go back and listen again, which would be ask for more stories. Oh, that's true. That's a very valid point. Okay. So, yeah. Ask for more stories. All right. What are you most looking forward to learning at Hogwarts? A, all about magical creatures and how to befriend or care for them. B, flying on a broomstick. C, apparition and disparition. Ah, being able to materialize and dematerialize at will. Secrets about the castle. Transfiguration. 
hexes and jinxes. Every area area of magic I can. Okay, my initial response is either broomstick or hexes and jinxes. And I'm leaning toward hexes and jinxes because I want to learn the bat bogey hex and you want to learn the cruciatus curse. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> You're not wrong. If you were to Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? Cats, toads, or owls? Owls. Mm-hmm. Way more useful. And they're really pretty. I love birds. Yeah. Um, my daughters have gotten in the habit now of every time they see a video of an owl, they're like, Mom, look at this owl. And I'm like, I want it. And my husband goes, no. <laughs> no more. Birds. Right. Okay. Ooh. Now we have to pick our owl. A barn owl. A tawny owl. A snowy owl. A screech owl. Or a brown one. Snowy. Okay. It's Hedwig. Yeah. Yeah, and we, following along with our podcast, Headcanon, that Hedwig didn't die. She just flew off and was annoyed with Harry and then had little baby owlets and that we adopted one of them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Ooh, we have to choose left or right. <sighs> Left or right, Retta? Um, left. Okay, I'll go with you on that one. (laughs) Oh, the sorting hat is ready to make its decision. Continue. (laughs) We got Gryffindor. Okay. That's good. I was nervous about when when we hit hexes and jinxes. I was like, okay, like, where, where? <laughs> I was nervous. Oh, we should do the Patronus quiz too, though. Okay, I mean it's right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Patronus. Better with headphones. Yes, I know it's better with headphones. I am wearing headphones. Thank you very much. All right. Now, for anyone who hasn't done this, I am going to read what it says across the screen. The Patronus is a kind of positive force, a projection of the very things that the Dementor... Oh, it went away because the tweet passed it. Okay. Discover your Patronus. You can only answer your Patron... Or you can only discover your Patronus once. The questions are timed. Go with your instinct. Okay, Retta, we we don't have time to delay on this one. Give me speed round. All right, here we go. Relax. Think of your happiest memory. Oh, I wish you guys could hear the sounds on this. Glitter, shine, or glow? Glitter. Glow. Glitter. Okay, glitter. Make or improve? Improve. Improve.
Around, under, over. Around. Around. Something is trying to merge from the bond. Keep going. Keep going. Lost or found? Lost. Found. Okay. Found? Found. Okay. Your Patronus is supposed to be here. Comfort, advise, press. Comfort. Comfort, yep. And our Patronus is a bloodhound. Okay. Okay. It's a cute Patronus. Oh, I love watching him just walk around the sky. He's so cute. His little ears are flapping. Aww. Oh, he's okay. adorable. Doesn't okay. give you much input there. I, I uh, Googled it and I've got some stuff pulled up here. Uh, let me, okay, well, let me, uh, look at what it says when I click now on the Patronus. Um. Mm, okay, well, hold on. What does your Patronus say about you? Uh. No. In fact, it is not even in the top 20. Okay. I found an article about it and just, like, glancing through it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is totally us. Okay. So it says, uh, this is from PatronusAppreciationTumblr.com. It says, those with the Bloodhound Patronus tend to be gentle, easygoing people with a talent for finding what they want and getting things done. It is difficult to dissuade a bloodhound from get from doing something they want to do, and they generally dislike leaving things unfinished. Bloodhounds tend to be quite patient and tenacious, and are often willing to work for a long time in something to achieve what they want. It is not uncommon to see a bloodhound person slowly chipping away at some project or problem with a calm satisfaction, where other, more impatient people would have long given up in frustration. Though a side effect is that the person may need a reminder to stop to eat or do other things now and then. Like all dogs, they are kind, friendly, and loyal to those they love, sticking with their chosen people through thick and thin. Ooh. Okay. Uh, is... Bloodhounds are large dogs from Europe, bred to track scents of larger animals on hunting trips. Um, yeah, they, they're friendly, gentle, and enjoy the company of humans and other dogs, but need a lot of exercise. They're known for occasional stubbornness and are sometimes prone to dropping and ignoring everything when they happen upon a new, interesting smell to investigate. They're also quite curious and may sometimes wander off if they catch a whiff of something exciting. That is so us. <laughs> You're not wrong. That. Now I'm going to have to go read about my Patronus to see what it says. 
But I, I will do that later. Sorry, I'm not going to take up the uh, podcast for that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it, it hit the nail on the head. Yeah. It was kind of cool, like, seeing, you know, we both, we picked a lot of the same things, but then we did pick different. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that was kind of interesting. And certain things I thought you would pick, you didn't. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because then it's like, it's not just my personal answer, it's for the podcast. So it's like both of us working together and like, you mm-hmm. know, this community of kindness and respect that we're trying to create. And I mean, it, it's nice to know that we are true Gryffindors. Mm-hmm. So, ha. Mm-hmm. You know. I like that. <laughs> Our Slytherin may show, but it is still the secondary house. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I wonder. We'll do the wand another day. I'm not, I'm not going to. Yeah. Not, not going to do the wand today. Uh, and I think. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. bear with us because we did just record last night as well so I'm trying to remember exactly uh, what was said because <laughs> this is when we do a filler episode this is kind of the fun stuff like remembering exactly what we said the night before um, oh for anyone who missed it and and I say that because I realize not everyone wants to touch on certain topics there might be a podcast we do where you're going you know what I really don't want to listen to that. That's not a topic I'm interested in. Hey, we're not going to criticize anyone for that because I'm the same way. Yep. Go for it. Jump around, play around. And if you have any thoughts on a previous episode, even if it's, you know, been months or a year or however long since we published it, we would still love for you to send Mm -hmm. in your thoughts, send us a voicemail, send us an email. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so we did talk about yesterday and, uh, it's weird saying that, uh, and for anyone who hasn't listened, um, we got some very exciting news yesterday. So we got approved to do not one, but two panels at LeakyCon. So the Gryffindor Common Room is officially coming to LeakyCon in August of 2023 and it's going to be awesome. Yes, um, one of the topics we're going to be doing is, uh, we're going to redo the Great Snape debate, again, friendly. So if you're attending LeakyCon and you're like, oh, I want to go listen to that, um, cool. Just keep in mind, we are going to keep it civil. We are going to keep it friendly. We are not going to allow, um any disrespect towards each other or towards Snape. Um, You can dislike him and I'm fine with that. I have no problem with people who dislike him. I may give them a a weird look if if they dislike him. Um, But again, this is a friendly debate. Yeah. And even if you agree with me, if you're being rude to Michelle, I will bat bogey hex you. (laughs) She will. Try her. (laughs) 
know what this woman's capable of. Um, <laughs> and a- again, you know, and just remember though, also that these are characters. These are not real people. And I get very mad when, when people don't want to <clears throat> hear my thoughts on a topic, but I'm not going to sit there and get in an actual fight about a character. I'll walk away. It's a character. Now, you want to bad, uh, bad talk Retta, I'm going to punch you um, multiple mm-hmm. times. But, <laughs> you know, uh, you're not messing with my friend. But again, she's a real life person. So do ask that if you, you do come to the panel that you are respectful that you realize, yes, Retta thinks of him as morally gray. I think of him as a good guy who did some bad things. Um, and and that's what it is. That's it's us discussing our opinions and why we say what we say. Yeah. There's never going to be a winner on that debate. You know, in a lot mm-hmm. of debates, you you can find a winner. This is never going to have a winner. Uh, we both joke. We both won the debate. Yes, and we we both did win because we made some very good points. They were very educated points. Yep, and it was just a respectful discussion, which is how discourse about fandom should go. Again, these are fictional characters in a fictional universe. It's okay to get passionate and excited about it, but it's not worth actually hurting somebody's feelings over. Right, exactly. So, and you know, Reda and I can talk about characters all the time and and be like well i see this one a little differently than you see that one you know i like luna i'm not a die hard luna fan though Mm -hmm. um i like her i appreciate what her character brought to the table but i'm also not gonna sit there and get all oh look it's luna you know Retta's a bigger Luna fan than I am. I'm not going to criticize her for that. She is entitled to her thoughts and feelings on the character. Yep. So, um, now she disrespects Sirius Black, you know, and we might have some problems, you know. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, even I can admit when Sirius is being an idiot, which is 90% of the time, but I still love him. <sighs> but, um, and I think this is something that you and I talked about after the show was over last night about how the second topic came to be. Or did we talk? About, no, we talked about that on the phone before because I walked over to my bookshelf. Okay. <laughs> we talked for like a total of like five hours yesterday and <laughs> we've been talking for about an hour and a half already today. So. We don't talk that much. Ha ha ha. Okay, so as I walk over to my bookshelf now. Um, last year's LeakyCon. If anyone caught the Hogwarts um, game show that had been on, uh, there was an older gentleman uh, named of David Martin who had been on the Hogwarts Tournament of Houses. Uh, he represented Hufflepuff. He was at LeakyCon. Now, when I got to the hotel and I was checking in, he is one of the first people I recognized and saw, and I about lost it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's, 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 it's David. Um, I didn't approach him though. I didn't approach, I, I was in multiple, uh, 
areas with him the entire weekend and I, I didn't say anything to him. As I'm leaving on Monday um, from LeakyCon at the hotel slash convention center, he's sitting in the lobby and I go up and I introduce myself and I tell him how great it was to see him there. And we were talking about things that happened in the real world, uh, history-wise, um, during the life of Harry Potter. And keeping in mind, Harry was born in 81. So we're not going through the time of the movies. We're going through if Harry was a real person, what happened during his lifetime, especially his, his uh schooling. Um, and I'm going to hold up the book for Retta to see. This is the book. David has written a book. Um, and it's called 12 Failsafe Ways to Charm Witches and Other Thoughts About Harry Potter. And he gave me a copy of his book for free. He wrote to Michelle and then signed it for me. Um, and I, when I told him about this, he goes, I'm going to give you this, but I want you to promise me that you will make a panel on what we just discussed. And honestly, at the time, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do a panel at LeakyCon. I mean, I'm, I'm a nobody. Like, no one's going to want to hear me. And that is going to be our second topic at LeakyCon. So. Yeah, I'm so excited. Like, I don't know. It just. Like, that and the fact that we officially hit, we're at, what, 601 listens now? Yes. And, like, over 100 of those are just in the last seven days alone. Yes. And uh, and I don't know what we're doing that's working, but, like, thank you all so much for your support. It just, it, it's nice to feel like we're actually accomplishing something instead of just talking to the air. <laughs> right. And we have 47 Spotify followers. Now, we cannot see um, our followers on other platforms. And I, I do know that there are people who listen on something other than Spotify uh, because 69% of our users or listeners are on Spotify. 19.6 are Apple, 3.2 are on Amazon Alexa, 3.2 are web browser, and 5.1 are other. And of course, there's iHeartRadio and, and stuff like that. So we have more followers than that. But this is all we can see. So when we talk about our follower count, um, you know, that's what we're talking about. So now for anyone who didn't listen to the last episode, when I got the email or we got the email, I should say, about being approved, I had seen it. Retta didn't. I called her twice. And you never call me twice. Like, if you call me once and I don't answer, like, you don't even leave a voicemail, which I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, I know you've had some personal stuff going on lately. So when you called me twice in a row, I was like, what's wrong? Are you taking somebody to the hospital? Are you comatose? What is going on? And then she's like, did you see our email? <laughs> And it, it was so funny because you're like, no. <laughs> what was your reaction? I mean, the top. I mean, I heard your reaction, but hearing it, 
and knowing your thought process, when you open that email, what was your thought process? Just like, oh my gosh, like they actually want to hear from us. Wait, they, for both panels? Right? What? Like, we only submitted two because we wanted double the chances of being accepted. We didn't think we'd actually get approved for both. And, like, definitely not complaining about being approved for both by any means. We are so, so, so excited. But just did not think either of those, you know, we're just like, "Eh, I don't know. We'll shoot our shot. But who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Didn't think it would actually happen. It was very surreal. I I know we both started tearing up. I could hear it in your in your voice. Mm-hmm. I think you could hear it in mine. Mm-hmm. You know, LeakyCon is a special place for Red and I, not only because it's the Harry Potter world; it's where we met. Yeah. So to presenting as something that is responsible for the podcast is. I don't think it would have the same impact if it was another con. No. That and the fact that we talk about LeakyCon, like, <laughs> pretty much every single episode. Like, one weekend out of the year, and then it just dominates our conversations. <laughs> and we're always like, oh yeah, back at LeakyCon when we met Professor Trelawney in the hallway. Oh yeah, back at LeakyCon when we did this. Oh yeah, back at LeakyCon when we were dancing like idiots and getting judged by the people in the VIP section. Back at LeakyCon, where Red is like, I need to go change this music because this is horrible. Um, <laughs> back at LeakyCon, when we're doing the trivia and and laughing hysterically while doing it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you're going to LeakyCon Ball and you have any song requests, we are more than happy to go ask for you, especially if you don't want to. Like, either message us ahead of time or just come find us. Again, we'll be the two dancing like idiots. At- <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and we'll be having fun. Mm-hmm. Look for the two Gryffindors with wine glasses in their hands. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yep. And I'm probably going to wear the same dress I wore last year. That's like this like maroon 20s flapper style dress with like fringe all over it. Where it's like, it's too obnoxious to really wear to most things. But it's perfect for LeakyCon because it's red and it's just a little quirky and fun. So it's going to be great. I cannot pull off red. It is not a color that works well with me unless it's a secondary color. If I'm wearing, you know, if it's it's something red and black, it looks fine on me. I need a buffer. My skin tone does not do well with red. Um, so I thought about buying a red and black dress. Yeah. I'm going to look for a red and black or maybe a black that I can do red accent pieces with. Or gold. Gold is in my skin tone. Okay. There are two reasons I don't wear gold jewelry. Number one, I'm allergic. Number two, my skin tone, even if I weren't, does not do well, which is why all my jewelry is silver um, or surgical steel. Um, So, and I I don't want to wear something silverish. It's not me. So I will be looking for something black and red. I'm even thinking maybe a black dress with, I mean, it, I know we'll be dancing. We'll be getting warm, but I'm thinking like maybe a then 
red like sweater jacket kind of things like the the half ones you know maybe red and see-through mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. yeah so just look for the two dancing idiot gryffindors uh we will be there mm-hmm. um so and we were gonna hold off on this announcement i'm just gonna go ahead and say it because well we know we're going to league econ now there's no way yeah. we can't um we will be doing a giveaway on friday saturday and sunday Mm-hmm. of LeakyCon. Um, the first person to find us and answer whatever question we put out there will be the winner. Now, you cannot win all three days in a row. We want to give everyone a separate chance. So closer to the LeakyCon, we are going to be doing a podcast solely on LeakyCon, what we're looking forward to, um, what do we want to see happen again, so forth. And we'll be giving you a hint as to what will we expect for you to win um, our little door prizes. So, and no, you cannot come to the panel and win a door prize. It doesn't work that way. You have to find us during the rest of the LeakyCon. Mm-hmm. Unless our panel is like first thing in the morning, but it would have to be, yeah. We'll release more details on that closer too. Yes. Uh, what's going to be really neat is if we can do what you suggested and see if they will make it so we can still make it to the Gryffindor meetup. Yes. Hopefully. Like, we have to be there. That's the birthplace of our podcast. Can I drop my bombshell again? (laughs) (laughs) Who do you ship other than Canon? Snape and Hermione. Excuse me? (laughs) I Yeah, I just remember being in complete shock. I was like, I can't believe she just admitted to that. Like... (laughs) I don't even know this person, but I can't believe they just said that in a room full of people. <laughs> a room full of Gryffindors. At that. Surprise! This is going to be your podcast co-host. <laughs> you two are going to be really good friends. You're going to talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if someone had said that to you right at that moment, I'm sure you probably would have been like, okay, and how much of hate you had to drink already today? Alcohol hits faster at elevation. You know this, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop laughing. Um, yeah, that was such a magical weekend. I can't wait to experience this again. And I think I. Oh, I'm going to be so nervous doing the panel. We're going to have so much fun. It's going to be weird actually having a live audience instead of just being like in my bedroom by myself staring at a laptop screen with your face on it. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Ooh, you know what we should do? We've been talking. Oh, there's the Snape plushie again. We've been talking about ribbons. Yeah. Okay. We've been talking about ribbons. What we should also do is make little buttons with our cover art on them. <gasps> yes! Yes, yes, yes! Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got Write that tools. down before I forget. And then, yeah, we've got so many ideas for what to put on our ribbons. I'm going to be ordering a mass amount of ribbons, I think. I'll just pick up extra shifts at work. It's fine. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be super fun. I'm, yeah. No, I am. I am planning on us having a blast. 
I'm planning on us having a lot of fun. I am planning on. I am planning on providing the alcohol for you and I that weekend. <laughs> um, no, so I, I actually started a budget sheet of what to plan for, and I looked at my food expenses last year. Now I will say, yeah, and this is not on LeakyCon. Please do not think that I'm criticizing LeakyCon because they were not in charge of the restaurant there at the bar at all. Um, at the hotel. That is not their domain. That restaurant was really expensive mm. for what we got. Um, you know, and, and being someone who's worked in the restaurant industry for 27 years off and on, um, I mean, I was looking at it going, wow, that's, that's higher than normal. And then I started Googling um, restaurants in the area and seeing what they were charging for that same thing. And, oh, the price it was just like oh yeah because you're in the hotel you're gonna pay a lot more luckily the next hotel is not like that things seem very reasonably priced um but i've started putting together a little bit of a spreadsheet on budget for all of that and i actually put an alcohol budget in for you and me oh boy (laughs) i'm just excited to go to chicago like I know my parents took me there when I was super, super little, but I don't remember it at all. So I've seen the skyline from a distance. Like when I was in college, we had a game in somewhere in Illinois that was like just close enough. We could like see the Chicago skyline in the distance, but I've never actually been there. So I'm really excited for that. Last time I was in Chicago, I've only been there once and was literally, I was, I was moving to Texas from Northern Virginia. Um, and I took the train to do my move. Okay. I, you know, I've kind of made it into like a vacation cause it was like a, a four day trip. Yeah. Maybe three. Um, but because I booked my train last minute, uh, the train from DC into Chicago was just a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when I took the train into Chicago, uh, I did from Chicago to Texas was, um, in one of the compartments, you know, had a bed and the, the whole nine yards and, you get to use the the nice first class lounge for that. If you really think I was just going to sit in a lounge for I don't know how many hours after I had been sitting on a train for I don't know how many hours, that wasn't happening. So I did walk around just a tiny bit outside the train station and that was it. That is my Chicago experience uh, right there. <laughs> oh, and yep. I did go to the bar and have a drink. <laughs> yeah, as you do. As, as anyone does. <laughs> Yeah, so I was going out drinking. I, I don't drink that much. I really don't. I joke about it, but I don't. I'm actually somewhat of a good girl. <laughs> I knew the snort was coming. I knew it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, now you and I have said we probably won't be going to the concert if they do it again on Friday night. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I went last year and it just, I don't know, with many other things that are going on that weekend and knowing, like, I need to listen to my body and rest whenever I can. Like, I would rather 
save my energy, get to bed at a earlier hour Friday night. And that way I know I'm good to go for everything happening on Saturday and especially for the ball Saturday night. Now, with that being said, um, I'm going to treat Retta to dinner on Friday night if we don't go to the uh, Wizard Rock concert. So if anyone knows of some good restaurants around our hotel that you can suggest, uh, let me know. Um, and she and I'll go have a calm our nerves <laughs> dinner and glass of wine. Um it doesn't have to be within walking distance as long as the Uber distance is not too, too far. Um, yep. I really don't want to sit there and pay $40 for an Uber for dinner. We, sh- we should go at our cosplays. Depending on where we go. That, that could be- <laughs> I mean, if we step into a Darden restaurant and i'm in cosplay and then i have to be like hey by the way here here's my uh darden app crowd can i get my darden discount i'm gonna get some very weird looks mm-hmm. i'm sorry what do, what do you do for this company don't ask i'm <laughs> the entertainment obviously <laughs> you didn't know we have our own entertainment division now yeah yeah um no but if anyone's got some suggestions because, you know, we may go to the concert. We may not. Um, we might decide, you know, Sunday night after it's all over, we're going and grabbing dinner. So anywhere that you guys can suggest for us just to grab a nice dinner and chill out, that would be great. Yeah. So. It's going to be so much fun. It is. I can't wait. Yeah. Now, are, are we going to go with what we said for our uh, outfits for the the friendly Snape debate? I don't know. It probably depends on which day we do that. And I feel like we've changed our outfit ideas like 17 times already and we're still several months out. I mean, I personally, I mean, we'll probably have time depending on when they do it, you know, when we're blocked out for, we may have time to go up to our room and change. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just think that would be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So, and you know what? We'll put we'll put this on a vote for this week's podcast. Should Retta and Michelle wear our Gryffindor robes? Because I will be getting Gryffindor robes before this. I don't care if I have to order them online. Um, and underneath, wear something Slytherin. So every time one of us looks and says our trademark, your Slytherin is showing. We can just open up the robes and goes, why, yes, it is. Just writing this down. (laughs) ADD brain at its best. If you don't write it down, it won't happen. Mm Okay, it has been documented. So, if you are on Spotify, go and vote in our poll. Let us know what you think. We will probably leave that poll open until, like, a week before the podcast starts. So, or a week before the convention starts. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Um, That's going to be... Yeah, I still don't know what I'm going to cosplay as. I really want to do Bellatrix, but I I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to 
mostly do like my Ginny Weasley cosplay. I need to get a long ginger wig and then um like I think I'm gonna do that with my Gryffindor robes one or two of the days and then the other day I'm gonna do um I got the Gryffindor Quidditch sweater and I have boots already that like are perfect for it I just need to find a good pair of khaki pants or possibly make some because I yeah Mm. pants never fit me correctly so just need to get some good Quidditch pants and then I'll have a Quidditch player uniform one of the days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you could probably go with, like, khaki leggings, and I have seen those. Oh, that's true. Because they are tight-fitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wish me luck in finding them. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out, too, and if I see any, I'll just mail them off to you. Um... Because you never know, I might be able to to find some. Um, I don't. Part of me wants to cosplay as Tonks too, and I, I don't. That would be fun. Yeah, but finding a Tonks costume, you know, something that would like look like Tonks. I've not paid enough attention to her costumes because I was always too mesmerized by her hair or whatever nose she was putting on her face. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the, the pig nose. I mean, she's got a few out there. Um, I think one of my favorites is, you know, when they go to rescue Harry. Mm. Yeah, and she's got, like, that black jacket on over it. I I like that. Um, I just don't know if I'd be able to find anything that really kind of looks like her. Yeah, it's a research project. (sighs) You know, that's where Amazon's going to be my best friend, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's see if I can find it. I mean, there is... Oh. Someone did make a Tonks jacket. A cosplay jacket. See, I mean, I could do that and do like some ripped black jeans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. purple wig. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll leave that at, an, at another date. We'll do a poll on that. What should what should Michelle cosplay is? Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. Yeah. I really want. Do this. Oh, are we doing a badge saying your Slytherin is showing? Did we say we were doing that? Uh, that's one of the ideas that's been tossed around. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, we got to decide on badges too. If anyone thinks of anything, maybe you've noticed something in our podcast that you're like, oh, you guys should do, you know, a badge with that let us know because you know there might be things that we don't catch you know like Retta should go around wearing one that says I secretly love Snape <sighs> just do me one favor though at the great at the friendly great Snape debate just give the Snape plushie one hug I will give him a high five 
with these little hands? A high one. How about a hug? We'll, we'll see. It's the plushie. It's not actually Snape. I wouldn't actually let you hug him. Um, <laughs> it's just the plushie. Yeah, I'm like trying to look back through my notebook for all the ideas that we've had for our ribbons and all I'm coming across is like my random doodles that I've done and quizzler questions that I've written down to ask. I found a really great one. I'm excited to ask you today. Um, yeah, you know, you just, just terrify me with that, by the way. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, we are also going to be bringing our little mascot, um, my Gryffindor bear, Barry Potter. He will be making an appearance at LeakyCon as well. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very so. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. Okay, this is not a LeakyCon podcast. I'm not just talking about LeakyCon today. We, we talked about other things. We sorted our podcast and thankfully got Gryffindor. Otherwise, that would be really awkward. <laughs> the Gryffindor common room is now the Ravenclaw common room. You know what? Yikes. <laughs> I don't... Mm. Yeah. The Gryffindor Neither common one of us is... Is mm-mm. now this common room podcast that one would be more likely that was what I was a little afraid we were gonna get Hi. what's great is when you sit there and uh, accidentally lock your teenagers out of the house and they have to knock on the door oops awesome I know like you said so chaotic great. episode <laughs> real life at its best yep um the Hufflepuff common room. <laughs> We're not Hufflepuffs. I can't even say that with a straight face. There was one time I took the Pottermore's running quiz and got Hufflepuff, and I was like, absolutely not. Like, no. There's no, no way. <laughs> no. Like, I can't. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> no. No, you are not a Hufflepuff. I love you to death, but no. Nope. Addie's a Hufflepuff. Addie is wonderful. Like, I've got my sisters in Hufflepuff. I have another really good friend who's a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuffs are wonderful people, and they're particularly good finders. I am not one of them. Also, I'm... I was going to say, you... Yeah. I I, I lose things quite frequently, and I'm not good at finding them again, so... I, mean, I still haven't found my insanity or my sanity yet. So you know, you haven't found your insanity. <laughs> oh no, that's for that's foremost right there. My sanity has gone missing. However, um, no, I mean, I, no, Addie really is a Hufflepuff, and then the, nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Nothing whatsoever. Uh, it's just definitely not me. Mm-hmm. Yep, and again that. The Gryffindor Common Room Podcast is open to all, regardless of your house, your race, gender, orientation, any of that. Like, it is for everybody. We just call it the Gryffindor Common Room because we're both Gryffindors. And, you know, we want everybody to come and hang out with us in the Gryffindor Common Room. But it is a welcoming space for all. Yes. Very much so. Um, We're just definitely not... 
anything other than yeah mm-hmm. Gryffindors mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're very much not um, we're silly Gryffindors but Gryffindors and sometimes our slow shows we're silly Gryffindor geese but we're adorable Gryffindor geese <laughs> I mean, you, you, you got to admit, we're, we're, we're adorable mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, geese are, like, nice and peaceful unless they feel like they're being threatened and then they're, like, causing a ruckus and will bite you. That's definitely us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, th- there's no way other way of putting that one. That's definitely... Mm-hmm. Although I guess her Patronus yeah. is a bloodhound and not a goose, but. <laughs> your your Patronus is a Canada goose. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think that would. That's amazing. That, yeah, that would not do well. I don't. No. <laughs> I can't see that being us. No. Mm-mm. No, nope, the bloodhound no, makes no. sense. Yeah, yeah. the The bloodhound is definitely, definitely us. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, like I said, I'm gonna have to do more research and check on mine. Um, just because I'm kind of curious now. Because which one is your Patronus? Brown bear. I can spell Patronus. <laughs> okay. Why are you laughing? I don't uh, like it when you laugh. You laugh. So the first thing that pops up on Google, having a brown bear as your Patronus means that you find comfort in size. You have a large personality and you have no trouble taking over the room when you so choose. Slytherins in general are individualistic people, but we still enjoy attention. After all, it's easier to get what we want if we're not being ignored. Did it just seriously call me a Slytherin? Yeah, okay, so my Patronus does the same thing to me when I Google mine, because mine is a nightjar, which is, they're these super cute little birds that kind of look like dragons. Um, And it says, having a nightjar as your Patronus means you find comfort in overcoming misfortune. Like many Slytherins, you are a very clever and resourceful person, and no matter what disadvantage is thrown your way, you can be sure you'll overcome it. Or Slytherins, apparently. <laughs> just, just the secret Slytherins. <laughs> I... I'm not a Slytherin, <laughs> I do think I mean, it's I'm funny a... that we're so, like, have so much in common with our personalities that we're both, like, Gryffindor with Slytherin as our secondary house, and... You know, usually nice until somebody crosses the line and then the Slytherin comes out and we will end you. Wow. I really feel called out with my Patronus. I I really do. 
Wow. Hmm. See, I do have a problem taking over the room, though. Yeah, it's like you don't mind being part of the center of attention, but you're not really the type to, like, want to be the center of attention. No, I don't, I don't even want to be a part of it if I don't know everyone in it. It's one thing if I enter a room, you know, let's say that, you know, I walk into a room at LeakyCon and it's you, Kian, Emil, Melissa, Kelly, who may or may not be going, hmm, um, I wouldn't have a problem. Because I know you guys. I'm comfortable with you guys. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, I almost went, when I, in the Gryffindor meetup, when I called out, you know, my non-canon ship. Yeah. And all eyes were on me. Like, did you see? I sunk down in my chair and I put my head down. Yeah, because you said it and then you immediately, like, turned red and then you were just like, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, I having all the attention on me was not okay. And I think that's why I'm so comfortable doing the podcast with you, because it's just you and me. And whatever of my family members have decided to invade my space at that moment, I, that's how I'm kind of nervous about the panel, because it's going to be a bunch of people I don't know looking. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I just put neon lights over your head so everyone's focused on you? That's not necessary. <laughs> I think it is. I mean, I feel like I think the attention will be going a lot of ways because as we're making our arguments, people are, you know, Snape is a very controversial topic. I think we're going to have a lot of people that are like a little frustrated or and or annoyed and at me, you know, at both of us. I think it's going to go both ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, people fall everywhere on the spectrum when it comes to their thoughts on Snape. So, well, I mean, just just look at work. I mean, you know, Preston is now, I would say, fifty fifty mm-hmm. because of, of the Great Snape debate. Luca, we know, is not a fan of Snape's at all. Um, but then I have another coworker who is, and and I trained him. The same time I trained Luca, but within that week, I trained both of them together. Um, and yeah, the other one, he's he is a Snape fan. When he found out I was, he was like, oh, you like Snape too. I'm like, yeah, okay. So it's a very hit or miss. Yeah, I remember there was one time one of my best friends in college had started seeing this guy. And she was like, you know, oh, you should, like, we should go get dinner, like, the three of us, and then, you know, you should, like, ask him all your questions that you have, you know, because I'm a very protective person like that, and she mentioned that he was a Harry Potter fan, and so, of course, you know, I'm asking the, like, okay, so what's your Hogwarts house, you know, all these get-to-know-you questions, and then I was like, and so what's your opinion on Snape, and he was like, Dang, went right for, like, the abortion or gun control question of Harry Potter. Good grief. (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong. That is just... It's a heated debate. It goes both ways, and people have their opinions and are very set on their opinions. Um... 
reason I, you know, I say that you're 50, 50 on Snape though, is you can see his good points. Mm -hmm. You know, you're willing to admit that, you know, he was a great potions master, that he was Mm -hmm. brilliant in his craft. And I think the really only time I really get frustrated with the Snape haters are when I'm like, okay, well, you may not like him, but at least admit he was brilliant with potions. Oh, he wasn't even that good. Uh, No, he he, basically rewrote the textbook when he was like 16. So. And it is a fact he was the youngest potions master out there. So again, you don't have to like a person to recognize that they might have some good redeeming traits about them. Maybe not within their personality, but maybe they're good at something. And the ones who go, nope, he wasn't even that good. I'm going, okay, you know, you and I have nothing to discuss because you're being blinded by hatred. Yeah, we're talking about Snape, not Umbridge here. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so if I do cosplay as um, Bellatrix, I need you to get a photo of me with whoever's playing Sirius. Oh my god. <laughs> Family reunion. <laughs> Dear sweet cousin, come here. I have a wand with your name on it. <laughs> Just like if we see anyone cosplaying Harry. Mm-hmm. I know. I was yeah. shocked. I think I only saw one person cosplaying as Harry last year. And his name was Dan. Mm-hmm. Daniel. Because he was in the Gryffindor meetup with us. Mm-hmm. I know, and I should have got a picture with him, but I was feeling awkward, so I didn't. Um, but now I'm much more comfortable with, like, being in cosplay and, like, asking for pictures and stuff. Like, that was my first time ever, like, cosplaying a particular character at a convention. That right. was only my second convention I've been to, and now, here I am, I'm six months into building a full-on Mandalorian kit with the Mercs, and, like... <laughs> been doing a ton of events with them as a handler and like yeah way more comfortable with the costuming world now than I was at, at LeakyCon last year I want to get um, I, I want to get some more pictures of Michael this year I hope she brings back the same costumes from last year because she did Rita Skeeter the one day mm-hmm. and she did um, uh, Umbridge one day so I want to get a few pictures with her, and I'm hoping she does those again. Yet yeah, then again, I could be Hermione. I don't see. I don't know. The options are almost limitless. I could do one a day. Mm-hmm. Friday, I do. Oh my gosh, that's going to be a lot of costumes. I hope you have this case. I'm borrowing uh, my 18-year-old suitcase. It's actually pretty big. Um, I'm just going to have to have that and then my carry-on bag with... My carry-on bag is going to have my clothes for the rest of the weekend. And my suitcase is going to be my makeup and my costumes. Oh, my word. If I was not terrified of flying with my Mandalorian armor, I would probably bring it just because it's so much fun to wear, but there's so many pieces to it, I don't want any of them to get lost or stolen or broken, so I think I'm just gonna go with my 
Gryffindor robes and Gryffindor Quidditch and keep it relatively yeah. simple. I've got so many other costumes for other things that I'm working on right now. Right. Yes. Um, definitely. Um, yeah. Like the week before LeakyCon, my friends and I are all going to the Renaissance Fair together and we're doing... Last year we did Disney-bound pirates, and this year we're doing Marvel pirates. And so my best friend and I, my best friend is obsessed with Bucky. And I'm like, yeah, I like Captain America. And also, you gotta have Cap and Bucky together. And so I'm gonna be making a red and white striped corset to be Captain America as a pirate with my friend who's Bucky as a pirate. And then, yeah, we'll have a bunch of other people in the group too. It's gonna be so much fun. That does. I was going to say, I knew you were doing Renaissance Fair this year. So that was a costume. Then you're Mandalorian when you've been working on. Yeah. And then <clears throat> the Jenny thing. <clears throat> you're going to be in costume more often than not. Yeah, which is how I like it to be. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be one of three Renaissance Fair costumes that I have. I'm going at least twice this summer, maybe more. So... I would do the Renaissance Fair here, except it, it it's quite a bit of a drive and just, yeah. yeah. It was fun. I, I, I've i gone. It's great. Um, just, I also don't want to spend the money on that costume when I have Harry Potter costumes to buy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, you know, speaking of cosplay, someone asked me, you know, would I ever cosplay as, one, as a character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer? And I keep in mind, the one thing I love about Harry Potter, it being the magical world, is it's not clothes from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, and I did have a few issues with some of the things uh, Emma Watson wore as, as muggle. Muggle mm. um, attire because it was not 1990s styled. And again, that's not on her. That is on the costume designers because, again, this is supposed to take place in the 90s. But that's the whole reason I don't cosplay as any Buffy characters because, honestly, um, I didn't save any of my clothes from the 90s. I should have. I didn't ever think that, you know, I'd wear them again. Um, but I have gone <laughs> looking at old photos and gone, wow, I could easily cosplay someone from the 90s. Yeah, it would still fit. <laughs> I could be Hermione in true '90s fashion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, um, oh. that that that'll be an interesting discussing. We should we should discuss more of the costumes in depth, mm-hmm. and how none of them were clothes from the '90s. Yeah, they were all dressed like they were fashion models from an early 2000s kids magazine. And you're like, well, that's the time when this was made. But, like, they would be wearing stuff that kids in the 90s wore and it would not be, like, like you're, you want to look for, like, thrift shop 90s style stuff. So it would be more of, like, a mix of 80s and 90s muggle fashion. Harry was accurate with the flannel. Yes. Because as... You know, that was a big thing was the jeans. Now, at least on the female perspective, it was the jeans, a black t-shirt, and then the flannel over it. Mm-hmm. Um, the men could get away with a lot more than just the black t-shirt. Um, but Harry was right on point. Hermione was not. Mm-hmm. But we don't see much of the muggle world in that, so it's kind of hard to 
yeah, it's kind of hard to say. So, but, alrighty, we've rambled on long enough here. I Quick think, one. unless, yes, can I hit the button, please? Yeah. Oh, so, so quick, quick note. Um, we have upgraded our recording platform. So now all I have to do is hit a button for the music. This is so great. I didn't realize, you know, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Go ahead. Do your worst. Okay, so if there was a costume-required Halloween party at Hogwarts, what costume do you think Snape would wear? And I have my own theory, but I want to hear yours first. He would dress as a moody professor. No, it's a costume and it can't be your everyday clothes. I. This is, this is my take on Snape. I really think that he would dress normal and then say, this is who I am. You don't think there's any way that they could get him into a costume? Nope. No. That man is too much of a sourpuss to do it. There, there's there's no way. I mean, let's look at the Yule Ball. He was dressed in his normal robes for the Yule Ball. Everyone else is decked out and he's in his typical all black. Now, this is where I would say that if Snape had used any type of muggle technology in his house at Spinner's End, which I don't see why he wouldn't have that was a muggle house. It wasn't even, you know, uh, his dad being muggle. Um, there's an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where they go to a costume party and one of the characters, Oz, just his normal clothes and has a name tag and says, hello, my name is God. And he's like, no, God is supposed to be like one of us. So that's my costume. And I could see Snape kind of pulling something out like that, wearing normal clothes and going, I'm a potions professor. That is my costume. Okay. What, what, what do you see him dressed as? A bat. <laughs> <laughs> or I think certain students and maybe a certain mischievous professor might find a way to transfigure his robes to look like a one of those like dorky kids costumes that's a bat. You know the ones I'm talking about where it's like just a onesie that's like super cartoonish. I think he would be a great bat. So there I uh, I have not read this piece of fanfic because it is still being worked on. But someone <laughs> um said that the the author of this particular piece of work uh it's a Snape and Hermione based um, big surprise. Um, and it, it's nothing, it, it's kind of like funny moments. It's supposed to be funny moments from their relationship. Um, and everyone's thinking that Snape's really a vampire. So one year just to like piss everyone off because she's sick of them talking about her, her boyfriend in this manner. She dresses as a vampire victim and has the two puncture wounds in her neck. That's amazing. And he's like, and she's like, oh, I, I'm glad to see you're already in costume. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm wearing my normal everyday robes. And she goes, it fits. Perfect. 
<laughs> so bat, vampire, Snape, it all mixes well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, my question for you. <clears throat> and, and this... This has to somewhat do with some of our phone calls. If you had to sit through a two-hour lecture, either provided by Trelawney or Professor Benz, whose lecture would you sit through? And it is mandatory. Oh, you're the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I feel like Professor Ben's everybody's sleeping, so it's going to be less obvious that I'm also sleeping. So I'm going to guess say Professor Ben's. I do not stay awake sitting down through things. I just cannot. I'm biting my tongue. I'm biting my tongue. I'm biting my tongue. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Like, even in college classes, like, unless it was something that was really engaging or, like, the professor encouraged us to be talking and asking questions a lot, I did not stay awake. Yeah, it was a struggle. I do not. Yeah. I pay better attention, like, if I'm listening to a podcast while I'm up and doing things than just sitting down and listening or watching somebody talk. There is a um, YouTube creator that he does these ASMR. He's got a very soft, soothing voice. Um, He's French. And I love his YouTube videos because he even says they're designed to make you fall asleep. That's the whole purpose of these, Uh, which is great because if you have a problem sleeping, you know, sometimes that soft, soothing voice like this can really just make you fall asleep. So I love his videos for that. Um, And I... There was one I was hoping I could stay awake for. And this is where I kind of agree with you on that. I was I was hoping to stay awake because this was actually a really interesting topic. It had to deal with mythology. Um, and I was trying to stay awake for it. I could not stay awake. I fell asleep through it. Oh. And, I've, and I've known someone who's like, oh, his name is the French Whisperer. Um, and... I know people who have been like, oh, yeah, I listened to his, his, his thing on this. And I'm like, like, how did you stay awake for that? I was out in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. So. Um, yeah, right, so- I use, uh, there's a podcast called Sleep With Me that I absolutely love. And it's like. Not your traditional type of sleep podcast, because he doesn't do, like, countdowns or anything like that. He just rambles on about whatever, and it it's so nice because it's, like, enough to keep my brain engaged so I can just focus on what he's saying and then just kind of slowly tune it out as I fall asleep instead of, you know, all of the things that my brain likes to think about. Like, oh, did we get this thing done? We got to think about this. What about this other event that's coming up? We got to make sure we have everything put together for that. 
so our brains function the same when we're trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. I actually went went to bed the other night and um, I'm laying there and I'm almost passed out. I'm like, did I start the dishwasher? So I had to get up, come downstairs, go <laughs> see if I started. Oh I mean, man. I know I could actually use Professor Ben's class, you know, but I have a substitute for that anytime I want to hear it. <laughs> I am going to be nice and shut up now. It's probably for the best. <laughs> we um, have no voicemails this week or shout outs. But again, we're recording like 16, 18 hours. After we recorded the last episode. So, if you've sent one in in the last two weeks and it's not part of this, we promise we will get to it next time we record. We just had to record this one in advance because, you know, life. But I don't get to press the button and hear the fun music. Well, you can still push it if you want. Okay, I get to press the button. <laughs> I'm easily amused. That was me the other day. Like, part of, one of the things for my costume that my dad's helping me work on is, like, a detonator. They, <laughs> I know, I'm so it. excited. But, it, like, the one that we see Sabine use in Rebels is just, like, this tube that's, like, just fits perfectly in her hand. It has a button on the top. And I was like, I should make a detonator like that. Because then I can keep my glucose tabs in it to keep sugar on me when I'm in kit. But then it's not going, you know, it's not as obvious. It's still going to look in-universe. It doesn't look like it has a secret hidden function. And right. so, um, yeah, he made me one of those. And he had a button that he put in the one end of it. And I was just, like, sitting there just, like, pushing the button nonstop. And I was like, this button can't break, right? He's like, no. I was like, great. Actually, I'm going to put it away before I drive you nuts. <laughs> it, it's great to know that you and I are very easily amused by the same things with this. Because uh, I would have been doing the same. Yes. Yes. I, anything that goes click, I have fun with. Yeah, I'll have to like call you later and like push the button over the phone so you can hear it. Because it has a very satisfying click. It's very fun to push. <gasps> Okay, mm -hmm. fine. I, I, at some point, I need to see that costume so I can push the button. Okay. <laughs> I actually did that going to test my blood sugar. What was it? Yesterday? You know how you pull the part of your lancet to, you know, bring it back? I was doing that and pushing the button, doing it and pushing the button over and over and over again, just making my lance. I'm, like, really glad my finger's not there. Mm-hmm. All right, so just a reminder, we are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Discord. The link for that is all in our show notes. Uh, it's a link tree link, and that's got all the stuff for all of our socials, for our Discord, um, a couple of brother-sister podcasts that we really enjoy, um, so definitely recommend checking that out. We also, within the next two weeks, will have a P.O. box where if you'd uh, like to uh, send us any snail mail, you know, um, you will be more than free to do that. Um, you know, 
just saying, but especially any postcards, you know, from uh, Wizarding World areas, you know, always appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be available in the next two weeks. So uh, don't forget, send us a voicemail or an email. Our email is GryffindorCommonRoomPod at gmail.com. Yep. And we would love to hear from you guys. You know, any feedback that you have on this episode, any present, past, future episodes, we would just love to hear from you guys. Any feedback is welcome, except for telling us that we both uh, really need help with our ADD because we already know that. We just revel in our san- insanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us through all the chaos if you're still listening. (laughs) I'm wondering how many people have now called psychiatric hospitals to see if they can get us adjoining rooms. Yeah. (laughs) Metal ground between Pennsylvania and Colorado. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for joining us once again in the Gryffindor Common Room. I am your host, Michelle. And I'm Retta. And we'll talk to you soon.